This is Working Tech, where we talk about how tech can work harder so we can work better. Because hardly working isn't an option. You can really get some good development insight into an employee based on their interactions with other employees and really coach them based on that. Being able to create an environment for collaboration where employees feel empowered to ask questions openly in a system and then be able to other employees to be able to answer that and then that, that becomes part of the system of engagement. Working Tech is brought to you by Talent Board, the first nonprofit research organization focused on the elevation and promotion of a quality candidate experience. Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards benchmark research help employers around the world improve recruiting, candidate experience, and the business bottom line. To learn more, go online to thetalentboard.org. Hey, everybody. This is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech Podcast and one of the co-hosts. Bill and I welcome you to our podcast series where we'll talk about all things tech and the working world around us, including HR, recruiting, and related technologies. Our guests will include those who make the magic happen so we can all work better. Enjoy this conversation I had with Sri Chalaba, president and co-founder at Engagedly, HR tech entrepreneur, innovation-driven leader, and filmmaker. Shree, thank you so much for being on the Working Tech Podcast. First of all, why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you're doing these days? Thanks, Kevin, for having me over. My name is uh, Shrikant Chalapa. You can call me Shree. It's a lot easier. These days, <laughs> for the last few years, actually, uh, I've been running uh, Engagedly, which is a talent management platform built for employee performance management and employee engagement. So that's pretty much been keeping me busy you know, seven days a week for the most part. Exactly. And even more than that, right? 10 days every seven days, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Just busy, busy, busy. So, so tell us, so why Engagedly? I mean, why, why was it founded? What are some of the primary challenges that you're helping to solve today? Yeah. So if you look at the landscape of the um, employment today and the workforce today is a big shift towards what we call the millennial generation, right? And the needs of the millennial generation from all the research and the anecdotal evidence and what we know about is that they want to be more engaged. They want to feel they want to have a purpose in the organization. And they are also some somebody that, you know, you could easily lose as an employee. And as employee employers move to a more services oriented organization with, with higher skill set requirements, you know, retention becomes a big problem. So engagement has been a big buzzword in the space for a long time, employee engagement. And what we noticed is that there are a lot of point solutions in engagement, right? There are rewards platforms, there are employee survey platforms, there's platforms for feedback and things of those nature. But there was very little opportunity for organizations to look at engagement holistically, right? Engagement is not just running a survey or giving somebody a, a reward for you know, being there for a couple of years or something like that. It's really more than that. It's every touch point an employee has with their manager, with their peers, with their management is a point of engagement. So we wanted to address that space in a more holistic manner. So I think that's what we are trying to address. And, and I mean, yes, I mean, I agree with you about millennials and, and even, gosh, even Gen Z uh, coming up now. And my daughters are right behind that, my young kids. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, all of us for, for, to a certain extent, want to feel more engaged at work, right? I mean, I know exactly. it's, it's it's a buzzword that we talk about a lot in the work the workplace in the world of work, but it is that is true. 
So based on what you just also outlined, I mean, there's, there are a lot of solutions and a lot of that are available out there, different, different point solutions. Um, you know, we could throw around the buzzwords of best of breed plus platforms. How, how also are you differentiating then between all the different competitors that you go up against in the market? Yeah. So I th- the, the problem is when you have these point solutions, which many of them are really good, right? For what they do, right? For example, if somebody is really good at rewards, they probably are one of the best in rewards by themselves. Right. The problem is, you know, we want to be able to look at an employee holistically to see, okay, what are their behaviors? You know, how are they doing against their goals? For example, how, how can we actively engage them? How can we set the right expectations? How can we give them timely feedback and how can we recognize their work? And how can we get all of that in one place so that I don't have to go and look at 10, 10 different systems to really get a good sense of this employee's performance, employee's engagement, uh, their alignment, their you know retention uh, score, if you will, or some sort of a mechanism to at least see what you know where they stand in terms of uh, being a flight risk. Um, there are there are really hardly any platforms that can give you a holistic view. The other problem is that performance management, right? The, one of the biggest retention issues or engagement issues is actually how you manage the employee's performance and how you review them and review their performance. And that's what we are really trying to address square head on. And I think we have one of the best performance management systems within Engagedly to not just review an employee, but actually drive better performance through an engagement driven approach. Talk a little bit more about that then. If you, when you say you feel like you have the best solution when it comes to performance management, what we're digging a little bit deeper there, um, yeah. how, how you address that versus, you know, the traditional uh, talent management systems and or other point solutions? Yeah, so, so, so traditional talent management systems or performance management systems have focused primarily as a system of record, right? They're, they keep all the employee information there and then once a year or maybe once every six months, employee has their review done, the manager does their review, and then they have this big discussion on what the review should be for each employee and, and then, then they make promotion decisions and compensation decisions based on that. To me, that's really what I would call more traditional. What we are saying is, yes, you need to do some of that, and you need to also actively manage performance throughout the year and actively engage with the employee throughout the year because you can't, performance is not a point of time in a year that you discuss. You discuss that throughout the year. So, you know, we have tools like giving ongoing feedback for your employees. Employees feel empowered to give feedback to their managers. So we really don't differentiate between, hey, only the managers can give feedback. Employees should be able to give feedback to their managers, to their peers, and really act as a one cohesive team. Being able to do developmental activities like getting 360s or multi-rater systems where you can really get some good development insight into an employee based on their interactions with other employees and really coach them based on that. Being able to create an environment for collaboration where employees feel empowered to ask questions openly in a system and then be able to other employees to be able to answer that and then that becomes part of a system of engagement. And then all these behaviors, initiatives, and then recognize those employees as well, right? So when these employees perform well or they do something that they go out of their way to do that, are you being able to actually recognize them? It's one thing for having a water cooler talk that employee and say, hey, you did great or do that as a, a big company announcement over email. But then that, all of that is lost in, in, uh, in the email. There's no system of record to actually capture that and have an interactive discussion around this employee's performance or the recognition that they receive. So we provide tools for doing that as well. So, and then learning and development. You know, one of the active pieces of driving uh, performance and engagement is having a really good learning environment within the organization where employees feel 
that they can learn and grow within the organization. So we actually have a learning learning management built into our system. Um, and we, but we also employ, uh, empower the employees to share their learning as well, right? So most LMS platforms have been very top-down top driven. So for example, you know, if you have an LMS system, usually you buy a bunch of content from a third-party provider and then you upload them and then you say, employees, you can take these courses or manual will assign them courses. We are taking a, a different approach. We are saying, okay, learning is an institutional activity. You know, getting third-party content will only get you so far. What you really need to do is, is to be able to have your own internal institutional knowledge be part of the learning program within the organization. So employees can feel empowered to create their own learning courses that they can say, hey, I learned this with this client. Maybe this can help you with your client or with your project. And they'll be able to upload that and they feel empowered that they, they're actually contributing to the growth of the organization. That ultimately is where the holistic approach comes in. Right. And, and, that, and you're also dealing with a variety of different types of industries and organizations that maybe have always played it down the middle of checking the boxes and doing the annual performance review because they've always done it that way. And the legacy right. systems, you know, they've, that's, that's how, what they've served, right, today. And even, and even some of those that have tried to, to transform and kind of up, update, upgrade the performance management module and, and learning and development, et cetera, if they're, again, especially if they're a talent management player, to, to serve more of the progressive side, what kinds of industries are you finding then with your customer base that are really more progressive in, into this holistic approach? Yeah, so not surprisingly, you know, it's usually the technology companies move first in this area, you know. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of technology companies looking to a progressive approach. So a big portion of our customer base is other technology or technology-related businesses. But somewhat surprisingly, the second biggest sector we noticed was financial services, including companies that are in asset management or hedge funds, you know, and uh, uh, mutual funds, you know, companies like that, or small banks. So we've seen a lot of interest from them as well, which, which was kind of a little bit surprising for us, but that's been our biggest sector on the second uh, on, the, on the list. And then the third one that I've found a lot interest on, which was a little bit surprising for us as well, but, I, but not so much, is nonprofits. We're seeing a lot of nonprofits also adopting our platform to really drive that engagement, which, which makes sense because, you know, you don't really get paid a lot to work for a nonprofit and you really need to drive those behaviors where they feel like as part of that mission that the nonprofit is for. Let's talk about data a little bit because there's, you know, these days with the computing power combined with the algorithms that are being developed today, uh, analytics that are being offered to the HR buyer, the talent management professionals when it comes mm -hmm. to HR systems, what is it that you're doing that is important in that regard? So, and I guess I kind of even speaking to the reporting side for not only everyday users, but executive leadership, where are you going with the, um, the data and the analytics? Yeah, the data and the analytics actually is very, very critical in our system because now we are getting data from multiple sources, right? Multiple interactions that an employee has, whether it's learning development, feedback, recognition, performance reviews, goals, goals, how they're progressing as goals. Now, so that being said, you know, you have basically you're moving away from just pure reporting to actually analytics where you're getting a holistic view of the employee's interactions in multiple areas and I'd be able to collect all of that in one place. So one of the ways we do it obviously is also gamification. So we have a gamification built into the platform where some of these interactions have points. So you get points and you get a leaderboard and things of this nature. So there's some analytics from that as well. But as a HR manager or a leader, 
you can see, for example, in our system, if you look at goals, for example, in our system, you can see where your organization stands against the goals you set as a CEO for your company based on all the employees who were aligned to that goal. And that was something that you couldn't even dream of doing something like that two, three years ago. So where now I can see each employee who's aligned to my goal, where they stand, how they're progressing, how is that impacting my company goal or my department goal or my personal in, in, initiative that I have as a manager or the department leader, and then be able to look, get, in, get into the details of that and drill down from that. So that's some of the insights that we can, uh, we can provide in our system. And that's an evolving process. We are learning a lot because there's no baseline into saying that this is what it means overall because we have so many sources of data. Uh, so we are learning from our customers. We are la- learning from the behaviors. We are capturing how performance relates to engagement, relates to goal achievement, uh, relates to recognition, and then be able to drive some of the predictive things that we want to do in the future. Well, let's talk about that. Do you, do you even have, again, you don't have to mention the customer per se, unless you're comfortable with it and have already vetted that out, but give me a scenario. I mean, when it comes to improving the life of a talent management or HR pro in this regard, and the leadership above them as well with the analytics that you're providing, do you have a scenario of like, this is what was discovered and, and, what, and how they're capitalizing on that information now? Yeah, you know, um, without naming a customer since I, don't, I didn't let sure. permissions from them, but you can see the list of some of the customers on our website. Um, you know, there was this company, which is a big technology company. They're global. They have offices in, they're headquartered in Boston area with uh, a big center in, in uh, Tel Aviv with the teams in UK and in India. When you look at a global company like that, and they're all working towards a common purpose of making this amazing software that they make. It's a, they've got close to 1,000 employees across these multiple geographies. Um, so you really, how do you get a pulse of what's going on in terms of employees? What are they accomplishing? You know, how, how is my organization initiatives moving forward? You know, who's actually actively engaged? Who's not? Without a system, it'll be practically impossible to do, and they'll run like five different companies. And I think that's where the goal alignment really comes into play because the marketing person of the company may be working out of Boston, but the product development may be out of, uh, you know, either Israel or India. And then you might have some support being done in a different country, and then you have HR being done in a different country. So we tie it all together with these goal management systems and being able to get a really nice dashboard, which gives you insight into all of that and how these people can all actively work together on a common goal in the same platform. And some of that that would have been extremely hard to do uh, a few years ago. And that's one of the things we are enabling for our customers. So then at, at their weekly meetings, the HR manager is able to present. And this is where the HR really becomes a strategic partner. You know, previously, HR was more, you know, relegated to the job of, let's say, making sure the the, the payroll goes on, goes on time and there's no mistakes. Um, we meet our recruitment targets. Uh, we have high retention. But now it moves from that to that end, are our employees performing to their full potential? Let's have a look, right? What do we need to do to make sure that they are performing to their full potential? To that extent, we are really bringing the HR to this, to this executive seat as a strategic partner. I think that's where the companies will, that do that well will succeed. Well, absolutely. And you, if, correct me if I'm wrong, one of the times before this, when we talked, you had mentioned that you're really focused on the, the smaller side of the market. So SMB market, right? Yeah. For the most mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. So, and that, but that's exciting to me, right? If you're actually helping to empower the HR function to be much more of a business driver in the organization, like we talk about all the time in global multinational, 
context, right? That I think that's that to me, that's really exciting. So what about employees though? Just again, some of it's already been touched on in this podcast, but how, again, you know, the day to day, how is your system helping me to better quote unquote engage? Uh, what, what, yeah. Give me the day in the life of an employee using Engagedly. Well, I think it really depends on the organization because we are such a broad, broad platform. Some organizations choose to use all our modules. Some of them only use subset of modules. But the ideal scenario where employees really feel engaged is, you know, where they have access to the learning and development within the, within the platform. Then there's uh, recognition that they get when they do good work and they have the power to give recognition to anybody else. So recognition is not now in the hands of only the management. If I feel one of my peers did a great work uh, and I want that person to be recognized, I could go on the platform and recognize that person um, on, on a on a praise wall. Mm-hmm. And that gets seen by everybody within the organization, whether it's a 50% company in one location or if it's a thousand employee organization in multiple locations. Um, and that recognition really drives further the further performance, right? When somebody gets recognized, that person feels empowered to perform better, you know, because ultimately people perform based on the expectations that are set for them. But also it drives other people to perform well as well because they notice that people do get recognized in my company when they do good work because there's a lot of these motivators right for an employee right um, because the, there's the extrinsic motivators like hey i'll give you a five percent or ten percent raise if you if you achieve these things or you get recognized on a periodic basis every time you do this so they feel valued in the company right so that's one example right also as an employee i feel empowered to give feedback so obviously that's a cultural change an organization has to have where each employee feels that they have a, 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 a right to express their opinion or a feedback about an employee directly or to their manager. And they really help the team work better in that, in that sense. Earlier, that was very hard to do uh, in a more systemic manner. And it was very hard to you know, have that culture across the board without having multiple calls and multiple uh, ways of communicating that or email. But now it becomes part of a system. Right. And, and that some of those uh, this anecdotal evidence I'm giving you. And then the goals, right? Setting clear expectations ultimately is what's going to drive employees' performance. If an employee will not realize their potential and be able to contribute fully, if they don't really know what they're expected to, to do. So there are these managers, right? Some of the managers are really good at giving expectations and keeping to that expectations and working with them to make sure they have all the help they need to, and, and they're empowered to achieve those goals. Then there are managers who basically have very little discussions with them, with their employees. And then employees are being told to do one thing one week and different thing next week. And that can really demotivate an employee. And ultimately that one of the, is one of the drivers uh, of engagement too. Well, it is For that latter example. It doesn't really matter what, kind of platform you <laughs> you have at the end of the day i mean if if they're you know that's the messy human side of, of what we do in the world of work and and human resources right if those if you have managers that just they're not using leveraging a system like yours and encouraging their employees to rec- or recognize them for what they're doing as well as encouraging them for on on regular ongoing milestones and goals and just right that's exactly they like to say you can take a horse to the water and drink. So it's the same thing. We can give them the tool, but ultimately the culture has to drive it. Uh, But the fact is you have visibility to that now, right? Right. If you are a strategic leader, uh, you can look at your team and say, okay, well, this group doesn't have any goals, so I wonder what they're working on. Right, right exactly, exactly. No, then you, then, then you can call out and hold, hold others accountable, other managers accountable for what they are or, or are not doing in that organization. Hey, Shri, tell us, tell us something top secret that's coming. I promise I won't tell anybody. 
Tell me what's going on with that was a joke, by the way. Um, tell me uh, what's coming up with it. anything exciting that's going to be an update that's coming with the platform that you're looking forward to. Um, you know, we are developing on multiple fronts. So we launched our mobile app a couple of months ago, and now that's been out there in the market and people are using that. Uh, so our goal will be to make it very, very mobile friendly moving forward, right? So employees can be on the move and start using the platform from any device without having to log into the system. One of the big things that we are also working on is, is we have a lot of companies that have global teams. And so lang- multi-language support is going to be critical uh, in the long run. So we are going to start working on that. So that's a big, uh, big um initiative for us. But in terms of top secret stuff, you know, I would say that one of my pet projects is predictive analytics and machine learning and AI. It's been something that I've been working with a local university here with some researchers. And I'm trying to, we are trying to assess, and and that requires some data as well, because, you know, you need a lot of historical data to assess, to have like some sort of a learning uh, base to learn from for the AI and the machine learning, but really trying to figure out, okay, how can we proactively help the employees and the manager when there's something they can do better, right? For example, can I proactively tell an employee or a manager that, hey, your goal is at risk of being achieved three, six months before the goal end date, right? Based on past behaviors, based on the check-in progress. And, or I can tell, hey, this employee has a high risk of flight. Now, this person might leave based on these behaviors that we've seen in the platform. Obviously, some of those things are going to be mostly, you know, mostly not very accurate to begin with, but that's something we are working on actively to figure out how we can provide some insights, given that we have so many different, and then all proactively suggest a training, right? For based on a certain review or a certain feedback, maybe you can proactively tell them, hey, based on this feedback or on this area of competency or skill, here are some training recommendations we can make for you, right? Right, right, that are, that are, that are highly accurate and relevant and, Exactly. Uh, and and intuitive too. No, that's exciting. We'll have to do a follow up on that when you get when you get closer to to that point. Now listen, you you've obviously been working really hard with you and your team, right? Yeah. So but what is it that you're doing when you're hardly working, if that's ever the case? No, I do try to try to take my time off, you know. To be to be really effective, I don't think you can work really all the time. Um some people might might differ with me, but I know I I definitely like my time off. I hear you. I, I actually I love uh, spending time with my daughter. She's nine years old, and I like to play drums. You know, that's one of my things. I like to play drums, and I have I have this uh, band that's not very good, and I'm, <laughs> so, so I'm trying to try to learn drums and try to see if I can get into some kind of a, a band that can play it play on a. A, you know, a pub or someplace for I won't be thrown out. That's awesome. I am a hobbyist drummer myself and have two young daughters, seven and almost seven and nine. And, uh, and I am not in a, in a band that's very good period. So, uh, but, but kudos to you. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that you're doing those things. How can we learn more about Engagedly? Just go online. Yeah. Go online at engagedly.com, you know, and there's, um, uh, Everything you need to know is there. There are a lot of videos. There's a lot of documentation on our product on our website too, actually, which is one of the things we do differently. We are very transparent about what we are doing. So you sure. can our product documentation online. And then if you, you know, if you have one of your listeners wants to see our product, you know, feel free to request a demo from our website. Awesome. Well, Sri, thank you so much for being on Working Tech and I look forward to seeing you in person very soon. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Kevin. It was wonderful talking to you.
We'll be back with more Working Tech soon. Until then, be good and work better. 